guys. Um, welcome to Poor Decision Show. Um, I'm your host, Anicia. Unfortunately, Anna is not here today because she is sick and she is unwell, but she's getting better. We thank God. Um, but we actually had a planned guest before she actually became sick. And so now he's just her fill-in, <laughs> um, which is fine. This is fine. Um, so I'll let him introduce himself. But yeah, introduce yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Carl CNN. Um, I've also got my own podcast, a yeah. music podcast called... Why did I forget my podcast name? I was, I was about <laughs> to say it. I was about to say... Um, I was about to say poor decisions. I was like, podcast? no, that's where I'm at now. But yeah, <laughs> I've got a podcast called The Rated Podcast. Me and my friend, we just talk about music and some popular culture. Um, and that's what we do, basically. Every Wednesday, we release an episode. So yeah, that's it, really. Exactly. And that's how you get your week in order. You start on Tuesday with poor decisions. Then you go Wednesday with The Rated Podcast. And then the rest of the week is your business. That way. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just your business. Um, So... First of all, guys, I'm not going to lie. My voice is definitely deeper today. Like myself, Carl is also quite hungover. Um, I am what I call tequila-faced because I only drink tequila and I drank all of it last night. And so I'm still emerging out of the tequila-facedness. When you say, like, only drink tequila, though, do you drink it with, like, Coke and stuff? With Coke? Yeah, like, because you know how you have, like, vodka and you mix it? You can yeah, yeah, it but you don't mix tequila with, like, fizzies. So what do you drink it with juice? Unless it's, like, a soda water. Um, okay, so, you know, I went to a tequila tasting when I was yeah, in Mexico. Yeah, yes, you did. And I did, because I love tequila. And I usually, because when it's a good tequila, you can just drink it straight. Yeah. Um, so I used to drink my tequila straight. Or what I would do, actually, was squeeze, like, half a lemon into the tequila, and then I'd drink that straight. Um, but when I was doing the tequila tasting, I did say to the guy, like, what's the best mixers for tequila? Because yeah. I like it, but I just want to know. Anyway, he said, like, anything citrusy is a good mixer. So he was like, you want to think about your orange juice, mm-hmm. like your, l- like, lime juice, pineapple juice. Fanta? No, I don't know. <laughs> pineapple juice. And I think he also said grapefruit as well. So he's like, anything that has, like, that citrusy, like, bittery mm. kind of, a little bit of vibe like that. Yeah. He, um, although pineapple is sweet, it's it's good with tequila. So yesterday I was just on tequila and pineapple juice, which okay. is really really good. People, everybody was like screwing their face at me when they were like, "What are you drinking?" And I was like, "Tequila and pineapple juice." I thought you uncultured swine, please <laughs> don't give me this. You lot who stay on your Hennessy and apple juice, it's fine, love. You haven't leveled up yet. It's okay. It's quite an urban drink, don't you think? Though what Hennessy Henny and apple? Yeah. Yes, and I'm gonna be one of the first people. Well, Hennessy's not that good. I can't. Like disagree with you. I feel like I when I last went out like a couple weeks ago before yesterday, I had honey and apple like the whole night and it finished me. So really, it really it's not nice though. That's the thing. That's the thing. I've but never enjoyed the taste of it. Yeah, it's not like nice ever. Mm-mm. And I don't know. But the thing, as I say, I don't know if it's because I like I don't like dark liquor. But yeah. I don't mind like a spiced rum. So yeah. maybe I do. Maybe something a bit sweeter. Yeah. I'm not. Um, I'm not um, a Hennessy person. Although once I did buy a whole Hennessy bottle. Um, when I was going to Atlanta, I bought it in the airport for strange reason. And then so while I was in Atlanta, I was really forcing myself to, to drink, drink the Hennessy and I couldn't. And I want to tell you, I had like three quarters of the bottle left. And so instead of bringing it, because I was moving on to my next destination, instead of bringing it with me, I left it for the housekeeper and I just wrote her a note saying, girl, I hope you enjoy all the best, <laughs> basically. Because it was like... What I cannot drink this Hennessy. Yeah. But now I'm thinking she probably wanted a tip and not a bottle of Hennessy. And not a bottle. And you probably drank a little bit of it as well, right? Y- well, I drank about a quarter yeah, of it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, So you gave her um, a used bottle. A used bottle. Used bottle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sure she found use for it. But I'm now sure. I'm thinking about it, she probably wanted to, t- it's probably an American thing probably to just leave a tip for instead the housekeeping of the bottle, instead yeah. of the bottle. <laughs> probably. Damn. Next, next time, next time. Don't Do worry. you know what? I'm going to, they probably, yeah. 
I think everyone hates me. I w- <laughs> what I would say, the tipping oh thing is God. so confusing. It's like, and you're not used to it. So you know, you just get up and go about your business. Yeah. So you're just like, I don't like it. Yeah, That's the thing. Good. When I went here, I like, obviously when you get to your destination, you have more money to spend. So yeah, like, yeah. initially I was like tipping everywhere. Like, yeah, here's $20, oh, okay, yeah. here's $10. I thought I was some big baller. Honestly. By the time it got to the end of the 10 days, yeah, I was broke, poor <laughs> and broken. <laughs> there was no tips for anybody <laughs> at that point. We were giving out like two cents, like 50, I don't even know, $1 each. Like, so it changed dramatically at the end of the trip. So yeah, nah. No, it can't. I hate to say that, but that's a freaking poor decision it on is. that one. It like, was. <laughs> Ten dollar tip? Ten. Are you crazy? I was doing the most. I don't even know why. When I got back from to London, I was so poor. And these times, like, I worked in a supermarket, so it was just like I, was, <laughs> I remember I was banging overtime. I was so black here yeah, from the sun. <laughs> I was my skin was ruined because I was eating cr- trash, and my skin was just, I had acne and all kinds of spots. I looked just run down. So clearly, this trip uh, and this big balling lifestyle really bankrupt me. Up with you. <laughs> it did. At twenty three, I don't know who I thought I was, but hey, here we are. Oh, that's the year I went to America. Yeah, we went the same well. time. Oh, yeah, yeah. twenty three. Fabs. Where did you go? I went to Miami. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Oh, that's why definitely why you were black. Yeah. yeah. And you guys went to ATL and yeah. Cancun. Yes. Yeah. But do you know what? I caught a tan from Atlanta anyway. Yeah. But they didn't really have like um. That's a city, so yeah. so yeah, there's no like um, beachy vibes. Okay, cool. But I wasn't tipping like, I actually don't think, I think, honest to God, I really barely tipped. And now that makes me sound like a cheapskate, but I just didn't. No, Although, no. when we took the taxi from the airport to the hotel, basically, I think the taxi was like, I don't know, basically it was under $100, yeah. but the way that I'd done the notes or whatever, like I only, maybe I had only like two fifties or something, so I gave him the $100, the, the whatever, to break it. I'm expected to get my change. He goes back in the car, rude boy drove off, and I said, what the <laughs> hell is going on? I said, where is he gone? Where yeah, is he going with the money? Change. I said, this is not a tip. It's like they don't understand what change is. That's it, it's just automatic tip there. It's because of the culture and the way they do things as well. And obviously like when you pay for stuff there, like they don't include a service charge until like after you've completed the bill and then it starts adding up. So then your meal, you think your meal will be $15 and it's actually gonna be like 20 something. It's just like- It's a mess. Yeah, America's I did I did not like that. So that was the only time I really tipped. I guess that was when I was balling, but accidentally, because they <laughs> took my money. Yeah. Uh, and everything else then, I just paid my card or exact change yeah. because it was like, this is crazy. Question though, how did you not do like cab stuff? Because there was five of us, five guys here. And then like when it came to like cabs and stuff, like Monzo was around then. I don't think everyone had it, but like, I remember, like, I would pay for cabs sometimes, and someone else would pay for cabs, then John would pay, then Miles would pay. And then, like, it just wasn't even, because, like, we're just <laughs> all paying. Like, I'm not going to Fort Lauderdale, whatever that place is. Fort Lauderdale? That hood place. <laughs> when we were driving, I just yes, saw yes. bare tires on the road, and fi- <laughs> cars on fire. I said, we are entering the ghetto right now. That was You've mine. gone from one ghetto to, to another, another ghetto. <laughs> I said, wow. The journey was, like, an hour long. I needed to pee. Anyway, was that, it an event or something that we you went, go to? We were going to some club somewhere in the middle of nowhere. And it was. So you guys found yourself in some. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I was about to say some ghetto banshee club. Yeah, basically. Oh, I'd oh. No, man. we was doing. Um, yeah, so we were doing a little bit like that. Like, you go, you go. Then if we had exact change, like, we divide it up. Yeah. Or, for example, like. Um, me and Lisa and April, like, on. I shouldn't say my bank. Well, <laughs> I'll bleep that out. We are on something. And so <laughs> you can just send money that way. And yeah. then actually, Abigail had. Um, told us all to get this international payment card thing or something. Oh, yeah. So yeah. what you could do is just like text someone money or something. Yeah. So we were just kind of like dividing it up that okay. way. So basically that was what we were doing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was it. And then 
it's you know yeah atlanta was fun i do want to go back to america yeah, and um but i feel like <laughs> i feel not that i've said anything hateful against americans but it's like i think the last few years since i have since last time i've been there i've had like so much has happened in that country you just think to yourself like do you really want to go there like is it just gonna be a mess that's I the thing my perspective on america has changed a lot i think like when you're young it seems like you know it seems like a nice place and everything seems fun and vibesy and then as you get older you realize like it's not what it's cracked out to be oh, absolutely there's too not. much drama in that country like, there's, there's too much there's too much there's too much yeah. so all the best but we do actually have um american listeners so we like poor listeners do love you um <laughs> i'm looking at analytics and i was like this is what the hell they found us here um but all all the best um to our lovely poor decisions crew so you're obviously a little tip tipsy or have or recovering, recovering. Let me recovering tipsy person recovering tipsy person <laughs> um and i we've gone out a few times but i don't feel like i've ever seen you like drunk drunk, drunk. i don't feel like I, I ever are you a big drinker remember my 25th birthday this one you had in your house or the one you had in the club? In the club. Oh, yes, I do remember <laughs> the one in the club. But I don't rem- I remember barely seeing you, though. That's the problem. That's <laughs> okay. the problem. <laughs> I remember, like, when you were cutting the cake, and then I don't remember you after that I at didn't any survive point. Oh, okay. That's why. <laughs> so, in terms of drinking, I think I'm not really the biggest drinker. So, like, I think now I just tend to drink wine or, like, I'll just have, like, a couple of, um, like, a mix of... If I drink, like, Henny and Apple, I'll just keep drinking that, basically. Or if I have a vodka and Coke, I'll just keep drinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Or I'll just drink wine if it's, like, me bringing the alcohol myself or whatever. But I don't think I can handle alcohol like that. I can't lie to you. So my 25th was, like, probably the worst experience. I don't... I remember entering the club. I remember dancing. I remember cutting the cake. Then I woke up in the hotel, like, the next morning, like... God, that mercy, what, completely blacked <laughs> I was out? like, this, like, what? I was like, not again, damn. <laughs> I was just, like, it happened to me, like, maybe in July as well, like, a month before my 25th. So I was just like, seriously, like, I don't remember anything from the night, literally. So my friends had to take me home, well, to the hotel. Like, we were staying, like, near the venue. So, yeah, that's how my setup was. And you don't, you still don't recall anything from those events? I vaguely remember, I have like flashbacks of like throwing up in the toilet. Oh, God. And, like, that's like the worst flashback. <laughs> I know. Oh, I don't remember that. I can't remember the party. I was so pissed. I was trying to like calculate based on the text messages I got, like how long I lasted in the party. I think I was there for at least an hour and 20 minutes max. Because honestly, I did not see, I honestly saw you when you cut the cake and that was about it. I don't even remember like speaking to like half the people I saw there. I, if, if people didn't video and show me stuff, I would have been like, I don't even remember the interaction. It was, it was, yeah. It was, a lot was going was on. A lot was going on. How about you, though? <laughs> Any bad, like, drunken experience? Do you know what? Terrible. Yes. But I feel like, I don't know if it's like a birthday thing now. Yeah. Like, if people just get so out of control on their birthday, like, you can't, you can't even function, yeah. you know? Um, But the worst has to be on my 19th birthday. I'm trying to, like, even remember the series of events. So, we were going to the O2 for some sort of club that used to be in the O2. Not Thai Silk, but there was another one. So on my old head people, you know which one I'm talking about. Aging us right there. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So we were going there, but it was like a packed out event. The point was, right, so I'd gone to my friend's house before because um, her birthday is two days apart from mine. So Mm. we used used to do our birthdays together. So I went to my friend's house, met all the girls, and we was just like drinking pre-drink. And I was just mixing everything, like mixing alcohols, but no no chaser. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let's do vodka and Ray Nephew. Let's do this and that. Like, I remember at one point doing Jack Daniels, and I can't remember what the other ones. I was just like, let's just mix it. Like, I'm trying to get turned tonight, like, basically. And everybody else was going to meet us at the O2. Mm-hmm. 
I remember being in the house and mixing the drinks. <laughs> I then remember being out of, at the O2, but you know, like when you just come out of the tube station yeah. and before you know, you've got to walk into that the other building. Bit, yeah. The line for whatever this event or thing was, was out there by the tube station. So I remember joining the line and all I remember it was just screaming at the top of my lungs. And I'm screaming that my name was Marcia. <laughs> and I'm screaming, screaming, screaming. And then my friend was like, your name's not Marcia. And I'm like, my name's Marcia. That's what I specifically remember. And then the next thing I know, like next thing you know, I wake up and I'm in a hospital bed. And they've got like an IV in my hand and like a that silver foil thing. And I'm looking around because I'm just looking at the ceiling. And I'm like, <laughs> I, mean, like, I get up, I rise up out of the bed, what? and I see Anna on the side, and I'm like, what, <laughs> like, what is going on? You're mortified, like. I was in shock that I was in a hospital room. I couldn't figure out what was going. Like you know, you're just like, what the f? Something is in my hand. They've got this foil thing on me, like those foil wrap things, because I was just in a little bitty dress, you know. Yeah. I didn't have no coat, nothing. Like anyway. Like a telenovela. So <laughs> I was like, what happened? Anna was like, you just drank too much. You got oh out of control. God. I was like, am I okay? And she was like, yeah, you are. Anyway, they discharged me and we went back home in a cab. And I was like, I don't remember anything. And she was like, you and our other friend, um, whose birthday is two days apart, I'm going to name her on here. Um, She's like, both of you got blackout drunk, started vomiting, and then co- both of you collapsed in your vomit side by side together. <laughs> I love the solidarity though. <laughs> like, I love the fact. I, so she, I was like, well, where is she now? And, and then Anna was like, um, they didn't take her to the hospital because she was able to like wake up. So um, somebody else took her, I think Abby took her home actually. Oh, okay, yeah. um, and she was like, but you were like just blacked out. Like you wouldn't wake up. So we had to take you there. And I was like, I, you know, you're like, I, 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 I don't even recollect what that was. Yeah. And then Anna was like, yeah, and people were trying to take pictures of you because it was a packed event. Like people were trying to take like bare pictures of you, lot obviously drunk on the floor. And she was like, like all of us were like fighting them, stopping them to take pictures of you. Thank God, because if that had happened now, we would have been on TikTok yeah, and everywhere. Yeah, it would have been like but the, viral. The worst thing mm. was we had a, um, so at that time my 19th birthday i was doing a three-day thing so the first day was the club the second day was like meant to be like a dinnery thing yeah and then i think the sunday was i can't remember what we were doing on the sunday but i woken up that day on the saturday and i was like no when we got home i was like i don't know if i can make it to this dinner because i've, you've, I've just been discharged you know yeah. and so we were like okay we've got to cancel it and obviously everyone was concerned and I think my mum at the time and my brother, who was, I think, was living in the house, they obviously, because we left and we hadn't come back till the morning. <laughs> and so Anna didn't even tell them, well, rah, we've been in the hospital. Yeah. But my brother thought because they didn't hear from us and we hadn't been downstairs all day, there's nothing going to happen. So he had thought that we'd got into a fight because Annalisa had been downstairs, yeah. but I hadn't been downstairs yet. So he came barging upstairs saying, let me see your eyes. You have a black eye. I was like, I don't have a black eye. This is smudged eyeshadow. I'm disheveled. <laughs> Leave me alone. Like, I'll stay. Together. Sure. Anyway, so we had to cancel the thing, we, the dinner we had. And then we just invited everyone from the dinner around to our house 
the next day and everyone was like, we were so concerned for you. And I was like, yeah, I know. I know. Oh so that God. was my only like blacked out drunk experience. I have never got that drunk again, again. in my life. At least you learn from it though, because I feel like it ha- it's happened to me at least like three times. And no. then two of them were like right next to each other. So I no. didn't learn from yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't learn at all. Yeah. And you were older. I know, literally 25 in comparison to 19 is not nothing to be proud exactly. of. Exactly. So yeah, you're right. I've got drunk enough to like be sick, but not drunk enough to like black out. Yeah. Like even I remember. <laughs> A couple years ago, I think it was John's party. I yeah. think he had a pa- party somewhere. Oh, the 25th, maybe. Maybe. It was somewhere, not in Tower Bridge, but you had to go over Tower Bridge to get there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember starting there <laughs> and being like, <laughs> and then I remember being in the bathroom in a toilet cubicle. <laughs> then I remember B, uh, I remember B, picking me out of the cubicle. I was like, you need to go home. You need to go home right now. And then she pulled me outside. And I remember just sitting like on the pavement and she was shaking me. You have to get up. You have to get. I was like, I, I don't know what's happening. And then um, she stuck me in a cab. And then Anna, she was with Mo. Um, and they came and met me on the other end of the cab. Oh. I was just disheveled. I think I was at John's party for yeah. all of 30 minutes. It, I was really? in and I was out, out like that. Yeah. Because I said to them, I'm going to the toilet and never came back Again. from the toilet. So that's when B came and found me on the cubicle floor. But I was because I was being sick. Yeah. I was blacked out. Okay. Well, that's not as bad, I guess. But I'm not going to lie, though. I've never been to hospital, though. Like, I always managed to just sleep it off. But I can't believe I was one of those drunk people. Yeah. And, and do you know what's so funny is um, their family are listening to this and I've never told them that story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now they know. <laughs> Sorry. Oops. There you go. Because my older sister who listens, oh, hey girl, um, <laughs> always be shading me. She's like, you know, when you have to basically learn about your sister's lives, basically, through the internet. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, no, you don't. But like, you don't ask me specific questions. If you did, I'm speaking Didn't directly know. to you in the camera, love, then you would know. Okay. But um, I'm sure she's going to have something to say after this. Do you feel like, on the back of that, like, do you feel like you're more likely to like, tell your friends things that are more personal to you, like relationship stuff, um, that kind of thing, or whatever you feel like is personal to you, in opposed mm. to like your family members then, based on what you just said? You know, no. No? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay well. No, no, not in that way. That I am that. a very um, guarded person yeah. in general. So even with like Anna, and even like my closest, like people I'd consider my best friends, mm. I might tell them some things after the fact. So yeah. maybe, for example, like six months after. And even then, I'm not even telling you everything. I'm giving you maybe the headline of it all. Yeah. Like, I don't know why it is, especially since because I'm a twin, but I don't like sharing my personal life in regards to like relationships and things like that, mm-hmm. which is very strange. I'm just a very, very like private and guarded person. Like You are. I am, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm, so I don't say anything to my friends or my family and that's not anything particular to them because they're all quite good people and um, do give quite good advice. But for me, I'm such a guarded person. It doesn't even feel natural to me to go, hey girl, you know, I got this man. Like uh, I I would never, you have to catch me red handed and there's no other, there's nothing I can say. And then I will admit this man is my man. Yeah. But I feel like you're quite private. So I yeah, don't know why you're saying I'm guarded. No, we're similar. Like, no, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm, we're the same. Like, I don't, <laughs> don't ask me no questions. <laughs> don't ask me, yeah, don't ask me no questions. Don't ask me no questions. You don't want to know anything. It's, it's right. like, cool. face the front. There's nothing to tell you at this point. <laughs> so I agree with you. So when you're like, you're like that, I'm like, I'm not going to press on. You continue, sister, because I'm exactly the same way. Yeah, exactly. So. I'm also not someone who likes to go to people for advice. Mm, which really? 
I don't. That's interesting though. So how do you deal with stuff then? Because I feel like I I'm, I'm similar to you in that sense. I don't really like going to people for advice. But then I feel like if I if I'm down and out bad, I need to talk to somebody about something. Then I will talk to like just ten people, get ten different opinions, or probably ten of the same opinions, and still want to do the opposite of whatever they're saying. <laughs> So, so why are you asking for the advice? I don't then? know because I feel like it's just like it's pushing me towards what I actually want to do. So like, I feel like I've got my mind made up already about yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, said situation, whatever it might be, no context. <laughs> vague. <laughs> Very vague. <laughs> and then they're all telling me, no, Carl, don't do it. Don't do it. And I'm like, no, but it just feels right. And then I'm like, okay, cool. I don't do it. And then at the same time, I, at some point, I'm just like, hey, I'm, fuck, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do because I know, I don't know, deep within you know what you want to do anyway. Yeah. Sometimes people telling you stuff pushes you in the opposite direction. So if someone's like, for example, telling you, oh, don't date that guy, he's this, he's that. It, may, it might make you want to like, just try it just because, mm. I don't know, like they're, they're just, I don't know, something about like us and being stubborn and going against what people are saying, going against the grain. But the thing, the thing is, I'm not a stubborn person, you know? Really? Yeah. Oh, I am. I'm, I'm really, oh, are you? <laughs> I'm not stubborn, I'm actually not stubborn really? at all. Yeah, I've just never been a stubborn oh, person. That's a good thing though, I think that's actually a good trait, to be fair. Yeah, I don't like, I don't say I don't like, the reason why I don't go, like really seeking advice like that because yeah. I feel like people always tell you what the best case scenario is that they would do mm-hmm. and I think that's great because it works for them but my thing is we need to figure out what works for, for Anisia yeah, exactly. and that's the advice I want as someone who knows me true and true what is the best thing for Anisia not how you will handle it how would I, I handle, handle it? it and I think sometimes it's difficult for people to put like the, everyone is just always going to be biased and say well you know what I would do it this way yeah. and so you can't tell me, you're telling me what you would do. I just need you to tell me what, what Anisia would do if, uh, but, but although I'm Anisia in like a third world kind yeah, of situation, like, like, tell me what Anisia would do in this you, situation. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I don't really like going for advice. But if I, um, if it gets to a boiling point, then yeah, maybe then I'll go to Anna or whatever. Yeah. But Anna will tell you like, basically if I'm frustrated about something, I will internalize it so much and then I'm just like on a war path. You mm. know, sometimes I have a horrific temper. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is where that comes out. <laughs> okay. I've heard about this temper. You've mentioned it to me yeah. briefly before, but I haven't seen it myself though, which is interesting. Which is lovely. Yeah. So and you should be nice. thankful about that. <laughs> should I be scared? No, but listen, <laughs> yesterday morning before 9am, I had an argument with a lady in the post office. Oh, I thought myself, beloved, it's not even nine o'clock yet and you're already on such bad vibes. Smoke, like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Did she worked there or she just... No, it was someone in the queue. Oh, okay. And she was just getting crazy. And what happened was I was trying to approach her nicely about it. She didn't respond well to that. So then I had to put some bass in my voice and get (laughs) crazy. And then she apologized. And it's like, but the the craziest thing is, love, you didn't need to apologize because the initial thing about what it was was my fault. And I said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But because you wanted to act crazy, (laughs) now I had to act crazier. So that's the way it is. So yes, I can be quite flippant a little bit like that. So... Maybe I probably need to talk to people and give advice and get advice and all that fun stuff. But I do get advice about career stuff. I think, yeah, I'll be specific. I get advice about career stuff, but I don't ask for advice about, like, life. Life advice, okay. I'm not a life advisor. At least you're open to it in some way, I guess, yeah. (laughs) Barely. Yeah, it works. Uh, A little bit. Now, um, I have something that I have to confront you about, and I'm sorry to do this live or the air to you this way. (laughs) <laughs> Let me start sweating. No. <laughs> what are you bringing out, please? I have to bring out um, evidence. Sorry, guys. I want to read what? this word for word so that everybody, so that I haven't misquoted you. 
What did I say? This isn't like the court of pu- You've entered the court of poor decisions I can right tell, now. I'm just like, what did I do? Okay, so last week we had an episode. Yeah. Um, me and Anna, and we were talking about men and women friendships. Mm-hmm. Now you put an interesting comment in the episode that I thought this doesn't seem right. So <laughs> I just want to specifically would like you to expand in my face <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> okay, so let me quote Carl. Oh boy. LOL. <laughs> Love this episode. My thoughts on opposite gender relationships are skewered. Someone is always going to feel some kind of way. Emoji with a tear streaming down the face. Skull face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you wrote. Oh, yeah. And I looked yeah. at it and thought to myself, Carl, Carl, who has a thousand and one friends <laughs> of every gender, I've never met someone in my life who has as many friends as you. And then on top of that, I've seen them of every gender, but you're now telling me <laughs> that you think they're skewered and someone's going to feel some kind of way. Elaborate, sir. Justify you know it yourself. It was because of the context you guys were talking about. So it's okay. more so pertaining to that. So you know, like it was like around um, having like a male best friend and a female best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then dating. And then I feel like in that situation, like the partner is always going to feel some kind of way about the opposite gender like relationship. Oh, okay, okay. So it was more so like related to that because I feel like I've been seeing so many situations where that doesn't work. And also sometimes I feel like with opposite gender relationships, I feel like a lot of the time, like thinking about Love Island and stuff as well, I feel like like the one of them is feeling the other person most of the time, I feel like. Mm. Like a lot of the time, maybe not all the time, but, but, but a nice good percentage of, time, of the time, yeah. but something is like not allowing them to pursue the person. So okay. they're just settled for a friendship, I think. So I don't think it's out of choice sometimes, but most of the time it's out of like, there's either someone's dating somebody or there's a complicated situation or whatever. But I don't genuinely think like, people opposite genders are friends just because i don't know so just because some most of the time anyway but there's obviously exceptions to that rule i would say because i have a lot of female friends you have a lot of male uh, friends. that's exactly so why yeah. that's exactly so why <laughs> i checked you and yeah. brought you into the court of poor decisions i was scared I I was said, like, what did I do? who the man of a thousand and one friends no effect that's no shade to, to carl's <laughs> friends but i'm pretty sure carl has about a million best friends it's just like carl i always see carl out with all these different people it's like a different group of people each night, but you and them always seem so locked in. And I'm like, where did he get the time to get all these friends? Yeah, you know what? I feel like I've got loads of different friendship groups. Like, there's like school friends and there's college friends, and it's like, I don't even know what would we call ourselves like in terms of that. Like, because you lot, you went to school with the girls. Yes, yes. And then, but I'm not really in you lot's friendship group. I'm more of like an outlier to it. Not an outlier, but then I guess we have like because I know because yeah, we have mutuals, but yeah. you lot have your own like little click thing. I guess as well, yeah. And then I was like. Some uni friends as well. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's just like a weird mix of like people. And then I've got work friends that I picked up like along the way. Mm, just be collecting friends like Pokemon, clearly. So. Well, is it shady for me to ask you which one's your most important friendship group? Important. <laughs> like which one, like these are the closest people to you. What's the friendship group that's number one? Oh, I feel like, oh, this is going to be so bad. You don't have to answer <laughs> it, but I'm just, I'm curious. <laughs> I feel like, you know what? My school friends, I feel like are the ones I've had the longest. Oh, so they're your number ones. (laughs) (laughs) I'm asking a question. question. So in terms of like how I feel (laughs) when I'm around them, I genuinely do feel like I don't know. Like I feel like I can. I don't know. Like how do I phrase this? Like when I'm around them, we don't have to drink to have a good time. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they're the kind of people that we just like. We could just laugh about anything Mm -hmm. and everything. And obviously, I've known them for a longer period of time, so they get like my dumb sense of humor. Mm -mm -mm. So yeah, I think 
yeah, if there's a hierarchy, maybe that. Eesh. A bit of a Listen, pickle. well, sorry to our mutual friends that are listening. <laughs> <laughs> I love them too. They're like, second. <laughs> well, sorry, I'm being a little um, mischievous. but um, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we actually met in college all those years ago. Yes, we did. Um, and so... I first remember you. We were in psychology class together. Honest to God, I don't even know why I was in psychology. <laughs> Let's just even speak about that. Me, you, and Anna were all in the same class, yeah. and I think you—you you didn't sit far from us, but I think you were like, like almost there, and we were like, like there. Like yeah, the, we were like that way. Um, and I remember like because not many people used to speak in the class, but then like you always seemed like of good fun, and so we started chatting it up with you, and then chatting it up with a few of the other people in the class. But that psychology class itself was just a freaking mess. It was a mess. There was only two guys in that whole class as well. Yeah, it was. The <laughs> other one never used to come in, so it was just basically me and all of you lot. Yeah, and it was like <laughs> bare girls and just bare you. and me, literally, <laughs> literally just you. And our teacher was such. Me and Annalisa think she was the biggest hater that we've ever you seen. You didn't like her though, did you? I actually didn't. I don't know if it's because I'm a guy and I get a different experience with female teachers sometimes. Mm. But me and her were cool. Like I thought she was cool. <laughs> that was my homie. Was it Miss Donnelly? Or yeah, some Miss D something. something like I don't that. know. Yeah. But she was a pagan, and so yeah, she that, yeah. had it out for me and Anna. And we were so perplexed by this. The thing is, that class was like, as you said, it was quiet and it was kind of dry, if I'm honest. Very so dry. Like, if you guys weren't there, and then like, a couple of other people weren't there, it would I would have just been sitting there like. Exactly, like, what the hell's going on? Once we actually tried to enter the lesson and she stopped us at the door. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. this? She stopped at the door and she wouldn't let us in. Yeah. And me and Anna were like, what the hell? <laughs> she, she was there. No, I actually didn't like her. She, she was a hater. Yeah. And when she was stopped, she always used to hate when you asked her questions. She would tell you a story that didn't make sense, maybe about her personal life. We'd ask a simple question and she'd get all vexed. And it's like, you're the one that's telling us your business, love. Yeah. Don't speak if you don't want questions. That's the thing, though. Like, no one asked her to share it. So, like, it's just like, don't exactly. be mad about the follow-up. <laughs> don't exactly. Be mad about the follow-up. <laughs> and so, really enjoyed you in psychology. And I don't know what it was. It was like I had an affinity towards you. Yeah, we and were remember, really I used friends, to say yeah. to you, like, I love you. Like, you are the best. I thought you were, like, the best person. I was like, you are amazing. So, I remember telling my partner at the time, saying, oh, my gosh, there's this guy named Carl. I love him. That's what I used to say. I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. I would talk about you he all the time. He must have me, though. Because you know, like, when you're dating somebody and you speak to them about another person, they low-key dislike that, I feel like. I'm sure he was just like, who is this boy that just Do you know, I think about? he was a little... I think maybe... At first, I can't remember now. So maybe you won't ask him. But um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't remember now. But maybe in the beginning, I think he was like, who's that? Yeah. But he barely used to listen to me anyway, so I'm pretty sure he <laughs> died. He wouldn't have heard me going on about you. But I remember, like, I was fixated because I was Aww. like, Carl is such, like, he's amazing. So I used to say to him, like, I love you, I love you. Remember I used to say, I told my boyfriend about you, yeah, I love told you. Me, yeah, you <laughs> and I thought he even said that we would get on as well. Yes. He said that too, which is ironic. So. And I knew it, and I knew it. You foreshadowed. Basically. But how did you feel like this little crazy girl telling you, oh my gosh, I love you, and I've told my boyfriend how much I love you? I think we just really got on, and I feel like it was nice to, like, I don't know, it was weird, because obviously I don't know like how to explain it, but like it was just we just got along and we just yeah. we enjoyed each other's humour and we found each other funny and just had good conversations in class and stuff. So I think that was just fine. I didn't really take anything of it. But I was just thinking back then, like, what was I even doing? I was just I didn't really do I'm just chilling, like, literally. I was like, what was I doing that was so exciting to these girls, please? I don't yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was the novelty of you being the only guy in the class. Was. Maybe it was. I think it was. And then I got drawn to you and I was like, I love this man. And um it was it was so freaking funny. And look at you, I went to an all-girls school now. Yeah, we did go to yeah. an all-girls school, but we were direct 
we were went to an all girls school, but across the road, like literally directly facing us, oh, was, a mixed, was a mixed was a mixed school. So that was that, and then there was bare schools in the area. So what I'll say basically is, though we were at a girls school, there was no lack of man like around. Okay, yes. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. But I did have a male bestie at the time who would leave school and come to me for the gate and he'd bring me chicken and chips That's and like nice. McDonald's. He was nice, but obviously he had a hidden agenda, obviously. Yeah. Oh, like we just yes, yeah, like we just discussed. Um the real thing. Yeah, so he had a hidden agenda and yeah, so basically that was that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then now full circle. What happened? I think we fell in out of touch in out of college. Yeah, so basically yeah. I think we all went to uni and then um I think the first year of uni I didn't like Last we started on 2012 together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, we yeah. W- went on to uni on time. So, <laughs> like, some of our friends Shade. started like, uni. No, 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 go ahead. I'm, I'm not gagged. Okay, okay. Some of our friends started like a year later, you know, just because of academic reasons. <laughs> deferring <laughs> entry, you know, it happens. Um, to the best of us. And then I guess like I went my first year, I didn't really go anywhere. I was just like at Brunel and whatever, whatever. Then I think when um, my friends started in Coventry, like the yeah. next year. Um, 2013 was for their first year. I think some of your friends started that year too. Yes. And then I ended up being in Ulot's uni for like every month, at least once a month. I was in Coventry. You were. Yeah. And I think but we I felt like I didn't see. I think I saw you maybe once or there twice. Was one time we went to some party. I remember it was some big venue. I can't remember who someone performed. Maybe David O or somebody. One Afrobeat guy. No, no, I was not there. You weren't that. there. Okay, no, maybe no, no. not. Well, there was a big <laughs> venue in Coventry. I remember you. I saw you and your sister, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I think I remember going out with you guys once, but I. I don't, I don't know what I, yeah. I, I don't know what I was doing in honest to God, think of. And then what happened? I don't know how we reconnected. Then I think I remember like we, I just I think when I became friends with like your school friends more, yeah, so, yeah. I'll just be seeing you at their birthdays more. Yes, 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 yes. And we just started, and then like, we just got back into touch. Into touch yeah. Like that, yeah, but you were my f- friend first. Yeah, and basically, yeah, exactly. I literally met you <laughs> first. Yeah, it's true. So. Yes. But yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how life works. Full circle. Moment. I know, and it just comes like weaves in and out. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a. Um, a bit of a crazy daisy. Anyway, the episode drops on Valentine's Day. And last year on my Instagram, I was asking everyone to basically sum up their love life on Valentine's Day in a song. Like, what song best describes your love life or your Valentine's Day um, now on? Now, I'll give you time to think on mm. that answer. Last year, I said that um, it was 50 Cent Many Men for me. <laughs> uh, and Sorry. it still feels the same vibe. <laughs> Literally, Many Men. Wish death upon me. Not death. Uh-uh. Yes. I thought you meant in a different context. I thought you were like many men like no, want to move to you kind of thing. Not no, wish death yeah. upon me. Yeah. Wish death upon Jesus. me. Blood in my eyes. <laughs> That's a strong one still. He's trying to take my life away. No, I'm joking. Like no one's actually actively trying to kill me. But the point is like I'm probably no one's favorite right now. So oh. that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like it's still the same. Yeah. Many Men and 50 Cent is the anthem of my love life this Valentine's Day. What's yours? Oh, that is a good question. Um, the first thing that jumped into my head was some Isley Brothers song. Oh, I do so a random. couple Isley Brothers songs, but which one are you talking about in particular? It was like, it was going to be... Um, <laughs> 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 it's someone that um, Aaliyah covered. Oh, um, yeah, he's a big Aaliyah stab, this one. It was um, Cheesy Lover. It was going to be that. Oh, I don't know that yeah, one. It's like, Cheesy Lover... <laughs> I don't, I don't. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just about someone being cheesy in love okay, and like okay. not being able to make a decision about like their relationship statuses or who they should date or what they should do. Oh, so okay. So that is where you are right now yeah. in, in Valentine's Day. And then just to weigh on your opinion quickly then about Valentine's Day, because it's been a hot topic on Twitter all week. Um, I think this girl basically just said like, 
her husband or something doesn't celebrate Valentine's Day and she really, really just wants to do it. Mm -hmm. He basically says there's no point. So it just broke out into this debate of like, if you don't care, if like, if you don't care about Valentine's Day, would you celebrate it just for your partner or not? Um, and I was of the stance that I think so. Yeah, I mean, I get the whole commercial vibe to it, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, what? Why would it kill you to do something that you know your partner will be happy with, um, and to just make them feel special for a day and just do something nice? Like people act like it's a crime to do something nice for your partner. Yeah. Like, why are you holding them hostage? If they like Valentine's Day, just do up the things them and call it a day. It's not like you are going to do something for them and then they're just going to like flip it on its head and go crazy. Yeah. They're going to be appreciative. So why wouldn't you make that effort? Um, if you don't do that thing for them though, they will find somebody else that will do it though. That's, That's an actual I'm fact. Like. Yeah. They will find somebody else that will do it. And like what you guys said last week, don't let your... um. Your boyfriend or your partner stop you from finding your husband. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Do not. That's the real thing. Do not. So I would say, like, I think it's important to like compromise. Relationship compromise is a big thing. If it's yeah. important to one person, one thing, whatever it might be, like, then just try and do that because I'm sure that sis is probably thinking like, is this the right person for me? Because he doesn't even want to just do this one thing that I want to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. And, and just then when she effort. wanders, he'll be wondering why she's <laughs> down the road with the next man <laughs> buying her roses. Not down the road, down child. The <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> on the corner. On the corner. <laughs> Do find not supposed to be doing <laughs> Divorced. <laughs> oh, no. give us strength. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting point. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I just think it's silly. It's like, and Valentine's Day is such a small thing to it's compromise about. Deep, yeah. It's not like someone's asking you to convert religion, Playboy. Yeah. It's just like, buy some flowers and a chocolate that's and it. call it a day. Yeah. Like, it's not a big issue. Some people are sentimental, innit? They just like that, like, the novelty of that, like, mm. being celebrated on this day of love kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's fine. That's not that deep to me. Exactly. Speaking, so. And I did see, someone said, like, if you are a romantic person or like a romance babe or romance boy, dating um, like a nonchalant person or someone who's not romantic, they said it's like basically will be like the death of you. Yeah. And at first I was thinking, really? And then the more that I pondered on it, I thought, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because they will never meet that need that you have. So it's kind of like, what else would you be doing? It's true though. When you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough stuff. I'm a romance babe, so. Yeah, I'm all about love too, to be fair. The thing is, Team I'm a romance babe, but I feel like in a very gangster way. <laughs> Why? When are you going to leave the Peckham out of you, sis? <laughs> like, every time, you just have to bring you know some gangster in no, you. No, it's not yeah. the gangster. It's just, I don't like anything that I feel like is too marshmallow or, or corny. Too fluffy. So, for corny, me, yeah. although, maybe romance isn't the right word. I like effort, but, mm -hmm. like, in a really cool way. Like, impress me. Like, make it cool. Like, and I'll be like, oh, that's what's up. Not like... What do you Tears consider a cool like, like Valentine's Day then? Because like, I know that I, <sighs> personally speaking, the chocolate and flowers is corny to me. Mm. So, and I think most people find it, well, people like it, I guess, but to yeah. me, it's corny. Yeah, so, so, what do you consider a non corny, like a cool way to approach you for Valentine's Day? Well, I've never yet seen it, so it's really hard to like oh, imagine sis. tough stuff. No, I'm, I'm, I've survived. Um, what would be like a cool way? Hmm. I think a cool way would just be like maybe like doing a new experience. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, maybe like an activity, like okay. something fun to do, or just generally get me gifts. Nothing sentimental, maybe just all materialistic. <laughs> <laughs> what is your love language? Do you know your love language? Um, quality time. Really? Yeah, that's my love language. You know, language. like the next, like, you know the order? After of quality time, it's um, physical touch. Oh, saucy. But not, not too much. <laughs> As in, like, I don't mind, like... I don't mind, like, maybe me touching you, like, maybe hugging you or put my hand on you, but not for you to touch me. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, I got you. 
You're like me. I yeah, God, yeah, yeah, we're very similar. It's like, please, <laughs> please. I want to be the one that is affectionate. Exactly. Please. Yeah. Okay. Well, we are rounding up now, so we're gonna have to leave. But I feel like we've been there's so much still to talk about. I know. We just. I know. Time okay. Really so quickly. plug your socials for us uh, very quickly. Yes. So my private Instagram is at CarlCNN. Follow me. I'll follow back. And my podcast page is the Rated Podcast. We talk about music and popular culture, mostly music, um, hot topics, that kind of thing. Mostly around music, again, just music. We love music. No, but it's very yeah. interesting, music and hot topics. Like, I I key key to it all, you know? Yes, yeah, it's yeah. like a weird blend, but I feel like, because the musicians are always doing stuff as well. Yes, like, but, but they are the news, and they are, like, the drama. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, so there's so much drama around them, so that's it. But it's, yeah, the Rated Podcast, guys. Um, check them out, guys. Check us out, you know. And as usual, at Poor Decision Show on Instagram, um, TikTok, and YouTube, and then Poor Decision UK on Twitter. Um, make sure you follow Anna at Lisa Loves Food and myself at um, Instagrams. And I will see you guys next week. But don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening or watching. Thank you, Carl, for joining us today Thank and filling in for Anna. We had such a good time. Um, I can't wait for you to get you back when Anna's here.